This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All morning You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Thanks a lot, Brett. Remember that grouchy. That's your fault for bringing up grouchy moments. Uh, Thank you, inept hero. Yeah, everybody's talking about the weather conditions and things like that and trying to run away. But this reminded me of my my cabin in Sholo that collapsed. Don't do it. Don't second home yourself. You'll you'll think it's a good idea to have a cabin in the woods until you go there and there's like elk living inside of it. How did this happen? Elk are crafty. They can bash doors open. And they like to. They can just bump into it with their giant-ass heads, but what are you going to do? Uh, this world of uh, careful wording and phrasing is upon us in a huge way, and this weekend posed a lot of odd moments. Of course, we've been uh, talking about Tom Brenneman a lot. Everybody kind of had that. That quickly lost its uh, thunder nationally. I'm sure Tom doesn't feel that way, but uh, Mike Milbury, uh, who works for NBC Sports, uh, made some comments about uh, – the hockey bubble that's going on, the hockey playoffs that are happening, and it's been fun. Again, right now, as far as distraction goes, I'm not into any sports. I've completely kind of lost my – I'm not investing any emotion. The baseball season has me just feeling like, eh, by the time this thing comes to a head, who, A, who cares? I mean, you've got the White Sox. Yeah. And they're just loaded with young talent. So this is just like a huge spring training for Yeah. You. I've been waiting long enough, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Like the last four right. days is 40 home runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just won't stop hitting home runs. And every, every time the ball touches the bat, it's out. And it's fun to watch, but do you have any emotional investment in this season? You're yeah. happy when they do, but you don't care if they're... No, I mean, of course, I'll be happy if they if they actually won it or something. But it, at the end of the day, I always think there's going to be that asterisk there, and it's just kind of yeah. like this, this whole year's screwed up, yeah. so... We'll have a guy hitting 450 at yeah. the end of the year and like all these weird – so it just it can't matter. Got a little excited yesterday because during the uh, – flipped it over to the golf tournament because yeah. it's the FedEx thing. But they ran a commercial, you know, September 13th, the kickoff of – I think it was – Football. Yeah. Yeah, so the NFL's coming And it's up. like nothing – I mean, that was like a real – it wasn't yeah. – doesn't feel hindered But yet. it is because – and this is a weird thing. The NFL had a boatload of positive COVID tests in the past few days. And just From one decided to say they're all tainted, which made me think, oh, no. Is this beast going to go ahead and trudge forward through this? They with- had a bunch of indifferent tests. Yeah, yeah like you had, Brady. <laughs> tests that were indifferent. Well, I'm so sorry. We don't care about the results whatsoever. Brady these ones in. actually said positive, yeah, Brady. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, yeah, they weren't positive, <laughs> negative, ones were sure. or Brady's yeah. classic indifferent yeah. COVID test. I got another indifferent one. Wow, that that doctor's an asshole. Well, give it to me straight, doc. Do I have cancer? It was indifferent, and so do mine. Goodbye. Move on. Good good luck to you and your family. Don't, don't call us back. I don't have a look. I could 
I'm going to change my number. I don't care about <laughs> your test. So, uh, but they get all these tests, 90, I think, positives, which in the grand scheme is low, but it's too much. Like 12 on the Vikings, 10 on the Bears. Uh, when you, you had, go from zero. Right. They were, they were cruising along pretty good, and then all of a sudden, and then they're like, it was the lab. And whether or not it was, it just looks like, oh, man, they're going to just go ahead and go cover it up so they can get this thing going is how that feels. Because, look, if they had 90 tests come back positive and within a day, anywhere else, they, they started to say, oh, no, those were all bad. They all came back negative the second time we tested them. It's like all of them? The whole, so now the whole testing system for the NFL is in question, but they're just going to Well, good go on ahead. them. Play, play ball! Play ball, I know. <laughs> and that's how I felt. I'm like, good. If they start killing everybody and doing their thing, at least we have our football. But uh, it was weird to it watch because it didn't yeah. feel kosher because they were so quick to go. And then, you know, the tests that we got, we tested immediately after, and they all came back negative. So it was the lab's fault. All came from the same lab. Uh, what an inconvenient mess. And then it just kind of was brushed under, like, don't talk about it. Never talk about it. We're already starting to show old football games on Sunday nights on NBC now. So we're getting people ready to go. We can't afford to lose this season. We're already going to lose the fans. We can't afford to lose the revenue. And you think about all the revenue that comes from it from – you know, you can't uh, do college and you can't have them both disappear yeah. financially for the networks. Yep, like they're that's a humongous, massive hit. So, and look at the uh, you know the other one, the Kentucky Derby just decided now we're going to yeah. run it. No, well, the, at, initially they're going to the Indy Five Hundred. Yeah, was, Indy, yes, was right, yesterday. Right. Yep. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it's know, August. That's if an Indy Five Hundred has massive crashes and nobody's there to see it, did it happen? Because yeah. there was a major league crash, and they're like, well, the drivers. But, uh, yeah, so football's got that going. But basketball's been fun to watch. It's on from 10 a.m. until 1 in the morning. Yeah. Last night I was watching. Uh, I was just dozing off at about 10.30, and they had just started the Raptors uh, game. And I'm like, this is going to go on till 1.30 in the morning, and th- that's just the way the bubble works. So it's kind of nice to distract all hours of the day, uh, except uh, with all that's going on with the politics and everybody being all Karen-y, uh on Friday night uh, – uh, what's his name? Montrez uh, Harrell yeah. uh, decided to call Luka Doncic of the uh, Mavericks, and I have to say something about Luka, who's become maybe the new Michael Jordan. And I know that's a stretch, but the dude is 21, and he's doing nice. stuff nobody's done at that age, and he's amazing. Uh, and I remember when he was to be drafted, he was just turning 19, and the Suns had here. the first pick. Now wait a minute. <laughs> And I had said very loudly, "Yep, you did. Never, ever, ever Draft take a, a, a white European boy over a man named DeAndre. Yep, ever, uh, ever. Always take a black guy named DeAndre over a white nineteen-year-old named Luca. Every time, if you're proven wrong, no one will say anything. You took a guy. Uh, Aiton was and still is all right." But he's not what Luca is tra- transcendent. He's unbelievable. He's having a good year. He pro- he's having a great Dear, career. Man. He's three years into a great career. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and everybody's like, well, there's the future. There's the future. And the Mavericks got him. So the Suns, have, nobody's ever said that. Like when the, when, uh, the Bulls got um, Michael Jordan, the guys picked ahead of him, I think, were Hakeem Olajuwon and Sam Bowie. Nobody's going to complain about Hakeem, but Sam Bowie. Was, was a bust. Yeah, and everybody's like, what were they thinking? Was it the Nets? I don't remember. I think it was the, the Blazers. Oh, it was the Blazers. The Blazers. Right. It was the Blazers. And everybody just crushed them for ages. You could have had Jordan. You could have had Jordan. I don't think the Suns get that hit based on my principled theory of how can you take a dude that looks like a banker over a dude that looks like DeAndre Ayton. Can't be done. 
can't be done. So you can't blame Sarver, even though I will. I'm his worst critic. I, I, I tipped my cap to that, but it turns out it was wrong on all points. But you still can't get mad because I would. I stand by my theory of taking. It's just like picking on a playground. You might get burned, but that kid at the end with the the white kid at the end. Maybe the best player here. 98 times you're going to be right. But I got a seven-foot black guy standing in front of me. I'm big, Yeah, 98% of the time, that's a great choice. And by the way, at the end of the game, nobody, when, you, when they say, Jesus, you were one of the captains, and you picked that guy over this amazing, I'm like, come on. And they're like, yeah, I'd have done the same thing. Well, there yeah. isn't a soul <laughs> that would have said, you, you should have known better about Luca, but he's killing it. But uh, Montrez called uh, Luca after hitting a shot, uh, bitch-ass white boy. And it was fairly clear what had happened. And I watched a lot of NBA this weekend and the, uh, and the situation that was going on. Bitch-ass white boy turned into a real thing. Uh, and everybody said, no, it was heat of the battle. You know, things get said on the basketball court and all that. And Charles Barkley tried to say, well, you know, that's crazy. Y'all is full of crap. If that happened on the reverse, and Shaq just go, it didn't. But if it did, it didn't. But if it did, it didn't. And she goes, all right, fine. He was wrong, 100%. That's it. But it didn't happen the way you're saying, Chuck. It did not. I think, yeah, and they argued back and forth. And Chuck was trying to make the point of, we got the word equality written on our shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're everybody in the league, ally, equality, and all that. And if you're fighting for that, you can't have somebody, even though it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't hurt white people, ever. Like, I can look at Brett right now and go, bitch-ass white boy. The part that pisses you off is bitch-ass. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. again, a, a 98%. Yeah, and, and a black guy calling me a bitch-ass white boy doesn't bother me. I'm in a fight, probably, and I don't want, it, I don't want that to be happening because I don't know why I've gotten to this level in my life. I'm more worried about that than I am him bringing my race into it. But when your whole objective of a season is to find equality, you can't have the excuse because Kenny the Jet Smith was like, oh, we call each other the N-word on, on the court all the time, and you know it's the heat of the battle. And he said, and then... Harold came over to him before the game yesterday and, and apologized, and that's what a man does. And they all said, heat of the battle, you're allowed to say that stuff. Well, then we have to give people a break on the other end when guys like Mike Milbury in hockey thought he was kind of making a comment saying, uh, this is his quote, and he can't work now. He's out of work. There's no heat of the battle argument. There's no anything. He's not working. He said, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment in, uh, environment." Uh, talking about the hockey bubble, with regard to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. Uh, that's it. And then Milbert, or that was the other guy. That was the uh, the guy he does the game with, Boucher, Boucher or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then Milbury said, not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. Because, I hate to break it to you, a man's concentration is broken by a woman. That isn't a shot at women. Seattle Wheel. Seahawks had a rookie cornerback that tried, he to, tried sneak to sneak a woman one in into a hotel. Like, yeah. So, yeah, and he got in trouble for it because yep. he's distracted trouble. by women. Women, <laughs> just, women distract especially young, athletic, probably well-off men. Uh, that's, they, you are a distract, And that's because we like them so much. We're distracted by them because we want them around. What so that, the, isn't, mean, that isn't a thing against women, is it? It wasn't that long ago, the, uh, the Jordan documentary. <laughs> Had a fact that Rodman had to get away for he a had weekend. to leave to go bang a woman. Yes, because he was they, distracted. They allowed that. Yeah, they're was, like, get, like you know what? It's getting to a point where it is a distraction. Get out of your system. So we're getting to a point now where we say something just factual. 
Yeah. That may be a little bit like, oh, well, yeah, you know. But just the mere mention of woman in it, he's like, he can't work here anymore. Like, why? And he said he said he pulled himself away for the playoffs not to be a distraction himself. But that somehow or another, I don't know who was mad about that. But you said that, and it was like, oh, controversial statements. And I'm like, and here we are with bitch-ass white boy on one side, which shouldn't not that big. I agree that it's just heat of the battle, no big deal. Yeah. But you, where's the where's the leeway for everybody else? Yeah. I mean, I think what Tom Brenneman did, and everybody's on about that, was just wrong. Yeah. And he's screwed, and he knows better. But this one didn't have a slur in it. It didn't attack women. It basically said these guys are too weak to not have women as a distraction. It was more of a shot at guys' inability to stay focused when they're thinking about chicks. Not that women are so unbelievably awful they ruin our lives that's not what he was saying so where's the where's the leeway where's the i said it's kind of it's it's almost a compliment in a way because the distraction is not necessarily a it, bad, it, I mean, you're right you're it's saying, just a fact you're it's, it's a you're, fact the reason why yeah. you're distracting me is because you're uh beautiful or and i can't have you yeah like if they were around right now mm-hmm. uh i have to like because they're not these guys are singularly focused on hockey up there and what they're saying is if you would have women there, they'd have a distraction. If you had your kids there, if you'd have said it, think about it. There's no kids up here. There's zero distraction. It wouldn't be a thing. But you're, women in a man's life, when you're talking about the hyper – a woman right now, uh, my wife, uh, any, it would be a complete distraction in this room right now. If, if, if Ronnie came in right now, complete yeah. distraction to the room. You are now not free to speak about like – you know. Th- I mean you would do it probably. You'd be pretty open. I don't yeah. think there's anything – but I mean, if she's here, you'd be a little more. It's different. You got that looking over you'd be your a little shoulder. more uh, uh, attentive to her not yep. being ignored or feeling like part of the group and everything. It's a distraction. So how come he can't work? Why is that something he's got to step away from? I don't understand it. And that is interesting. You bring up the point because if if he did mention uh, instead of women, he said children. Uh, you know, your families to distract you. Right. They've been upset at that. I'm saying. So you're saying know. you should choose, but he's but and he kind of said it in a joking tone, like yeah, not even imagine if there are any women here to distract him. So I guess you you, you got to remove that category. We have to stop liking them. Gambling would be okay. There's no <laughs> right, distraction of gambling. Right. Send Rodman off to Vegas to go have hours and hours of sex with Carmen Electra <laughs> and gamble married. during. Yeah, he got married. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah, maybe I mean, maybe probably a huge distraction in his life. But he came back. That was during a playoff series, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Against the Jazz in the was it the finals? It had to be if they're playing the Jazz. Yeah, it was the finals. It was the yeah. finals. He took off for a little bit. And Toledo, you mentioned the the Seahawks player bringing the women. There mm-hmm. are countless stories in sports. Oh, yeah. where the distraction yeah. came into whether uh, traveling, bringing somebody on the plane. Bull Durham is all exactly. about it. Yeah, it's exactly. all about, dude. If you want this to work, do not. They have a name for him in hockey. Which, what, hockey what, uh, hags, hockey hags, and then what do they call them in uh, drag racing? The the pit, pit lizards. lizards. <laughs> I mean that that is you know. I mean if if Mike Milbury said, imagine these hockey hags hanging around here, like that would have been yeah. something. He's like he's in trouble. But this was just a basic comment about focus and the day to day issues faced by men and women both. Like if a group of women golfers said, and there's no men here to distract us, everybody would be like, yeah, they got to stay focused on golf because nobody else is watching them. And sometimes they aren't a distraction. I mean, all seven of the Suns players, that wasn't a distraction for them. Right, but that lady, they played well. Did you, the lady that blew all the Suns in that story a few days ago, her parents have disowned her. Have you seen that? The story got better. Uh, she, uh, 
I looked at this this weekend and I started laughing because uh, they basically, uh, her parents have disowned her and she was fired from her job. What did she do? I mean, what kind of job? What <laughs> kind of you know what she did? She well, was talking about what, what she I mean, did, Brett. What kind of when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Career could okay, this you know she have? Her dad was her boss. Her, oh, well, her parents, sugar daddies. Her oh. parents are get this. Her parents are Mormon. Oh, that was of a course, tough. Of course they <laughs> yeah. are. And they were mad. But look, they weren't mad yes. about the. They weren't mad about the blowjobs. They were. She. They were mad. It wasn't the jazz. Like why aren't you blowing the jazz? Yeah. <laughs> Blow the horns here in Salt Lake. Donovan Mitchell's got fifty yeah. points in his playoffs. <laughs> hey Gabriel, the blowing's done in Salt Lake. <laughs> Like dang, but Gabriel, that it was seven horns. Yeah, yeah, it was the seven horns of she was. She's keeping it true to the Mormon faith. Uh, on my HD radio in my car, there's uh, uh, the second channel. I hate to even tell you guys about this. You're you'll hate it. I'm the only one that can tolerate. Oh, it. Uh, on, the uh, Mormon channel yeah. that's on KTAR. <laughs> oh, I've switched that. Have on. you? Yeah, because right. my girl's from yeah. Salt Lake. She's not, but I, I'll throw that on. She just starts swinging in the car. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm she gets like, oh, I heard it all my life. Yeah. It's weird because I listen to it. It's I, so positive. I find, <laughs> I find it fascinating because I don't really hear it as positive. Oh. It's positive tones about just horrible stuff. That's ridiculous. And things that are going to happen to you if you even look sideways. I'm like, this is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then sometimes when I just want to hate listen, I, I, not at hate Mormons, but hate the no, no, it is kind of hating the Mormons. <laughs> but I, I listen. I listen. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to try to backpedal on that. I just don't care for the religion. I don't like any of them. But uh, I like people. I don't like your religion. Uh, but yeah, I listen and hate it. I find it hysterical. And then I just argue with the radio. I do exactly what Medea does. I just stare at the radio and just go, you got to be kidding me. You're talking to a child. I think all I've heard on there is singing. There's a lot of that. Oh, there is, yeah. There's okay. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was a couple of Sundays they had a show with a, a room full of five-year-olds. And they make them read something. And then they quiz them. And they kind of just, I mean, it is like you're listening to some strange brainwashing. But this girl that blew all the suns, she turned out to be raised that way. And it didn't stick, evidently, but she was sticky. And then the sons got her, but she lost her job, and her parents have just completely disowned her since then. I could have looked at her and said, your daughter's a slut, I think, maybe. No, she's a Mormon. No, I don't know. She's, you know uh, have you seen her Instagram page? I know, you're, I know she still works at your hardware store, sir, but I'm pretty sure she's a slut. <laughs> so I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, it's a strange thing. I know some wards that would take her. Yeah, and evidently, you know, and I've I've heard this this part too is that Mike Milbury has had things he said in the past. I don't know them at all, but I've heard from other people because I talked to a guy who's like Milbury's had some issues. So he's paying for his past. Yeah, in a way, they're kind of like we can't risk it with him because other stuff's going to pop. So it's not. So um, what you're saying is they were looking to get rid of him. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That they were that he was a loose cannon. That, but again, who's who's. That's not loose cannon by but any But the, the courageous thing in that situation, if you want to get – because people have said that about Brenneman too. Oh, there were he, they, people were trying to get him out and they're just waiting for a mistake. Just fire him. Yeah. You know? What, what are you doing? Like if, you're, if you get to a point where you're like, we're trying to get rid of this guy, just fire him. Or is the conspiracy theory to talk about stuff that you know will set Tom off and then open up his mic? But why? Why? why get rid of him. You want to ruin him yeah, and fire exactly. him? I guess if that's your I, goal – 
Yeah. But I mean, just uh, I would hope not. I would I would hope that's not his producers. Maybe there's a maybe there's a contract thing that code of conduct You're that you lose that. Or you don't get a guarantee. I don't know. Maybe maybe they have to wait for him to screw up to get rid of him so it doesn't cost him any money. But if you've got that big a beef with somebody that you're just waiting for them to make a mistake so you can get rid of them, that to me that's I mean there's because Kevin Leach even this guy just emailed me and he just said what you don't know is Milbury is a uh, uh, in the entire week leading up to the comment had several comments that weren't uh, that were horrible, uh, and this one was the one that broke the. The straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, mm. then why are we only hearing about this one? Then just fire him. Exactly. You know, if he's if he's why does he around, have to step away yeah, after this one? Wandering around saying horrible things, and plus, bravely fire him because he's the one who said I'm going to step away. He didn't say I'm fired. Nobody said that. You know, he's just not allowed to work, and that was definitely orchestrated. But and it's just so strange. I mean, we're I have no problem with people being upset with things people say. I still think sticks and stones kick in. But what I liked about what the NBA problem was is that they all kind of cooled off and said, heat of the battle, things happen. But you have to have that same leeway for other people. Like if, if Luka Doncic, who's European, said something like, uh, you know, bitch-ass Croatian or whatever right. to another guy, yeah. and Boban gets made fun of for being his race or whatever, you're still that's still racist. It doesn't mean it's uh, you know harmful and stuff, but it's still bringing race to the party. And that's what we're trying to avoid, I thought, the whole time. So the NBA should definitely step in and say he can't play a game. Because what, we're, what they're trying to do, I mean, changing everything, the whole narrative of the NBA playoffs is preaching equality and even-handedness. And I and, think you mentioned it earlier, just don't mic the court. Oh, you can't mic the court. Well, they read his lips. that is on those shirts. Yeah. Worst part is. It's thrown out the window. This was lip reading. And it was crystal clear. Yeah. And uh, you and everybody saw it. And in the day and age of you know, like you said, like who's sitting there watching a Reds game, going, "Did I just hear that?" And there was a guy who was watching the Reds game with Brenneman who sent that vi- he videotaped his TV and sent it out on Twitter, and then and he took yep. credit, like, "Look what I, I was first yeah. one in." Like people like being the guy who found it. So the guy who found the the LA Clippers player who said that was like, "Oh, look what he called him a bitch ass white boy," and of course. When you're trying to get equality and you're trying to win over people who haven't seen you as equal for a long time, their argument's automatically going to be, if that was a black guy saying that about a white guy, everybody'd lose their mind. And that's not a fair argument to me because yeah. one's oppressed and one yeah. isn't. Yeah. But it is valid now that you've given them that, well, we're allowed and you're not. Heat of the battle applies to this group and not this. And that's the definition of racism. Hasn't this group gets something way? and this one doesn't. Hasn't it always been? Oh way? yeah, yeah. But I mean, in this particular case, when you're bringing, when you're shining a humongous light on the whole situation of race and equality and everything else, both sides have to agree that that's over. And there's going to be mistakes and missteps, but everybody has to Man. be treated equally. Because if you're saying everybody's a everybody's a nameless gray face, yeah, and that's what you're shooting for, because that's in the end what we're shooting for, that nobody sees that stuff, that that you don't see white and I don't see black, that we see people first. That's what we're shooting for, so you can't have that moment because you're going to – look, it's not going to bother a regular Joe. Yeah. It's not going to bother me and you, maybe Brett, a little bit. It's not going to bother a regular human being. But Brett, let's, as an example, might be the one that screams out while he's waving his Confederate flag, you'll never win me over. Now you want favorable treatment. It's, it's askew, but it's the way that people are going to think. I don't want to accuse you of borrowing Brady's rose-colored glasses, but to yeah. make that kind of an equal You can accuse thing. me all day. I'm not making it equal. I'm saying you're, no. You're saying you're you're saying you're you're trying to level the playing field, right? You're trying to make it so that any argument is is equal. Let me put it this way: yeah. If I walked in here 
with a shirt on every day that said, everyone in the world is equal, equality for all. And I called you a bitch-ass Polak. What's your first thought? Not very equal in your eyes. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. It and, doesn't matter what the, it doesn't matter what the slur is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I brought race into it. I, I I agree there, but at the same time, it could be that I just think that you're mad at me for whatever reason. If there's a history, well, behind it's heat it, of the battle. It. But there's a certain element of like we're we're on display right now. Yeah. If oh, we were on yeah. TV and I did yeah. it, you'd be like, "What the hell are you yeah. doing?" Yeah. For our whole mission is you, you our snapped. whole mission is yeah. trying to stay equal here, and so I, I don't see it as like an egregious, terrible. I don't think anything that's been said. In most cases, it's been bad. I think Tom Brenneman knows better, and he got he's going to get fired. But his simple that answer by no means was he to the battle. No, and it wasn't he to the battle. It was yeah. just it was just wow. All right, well, this is un- uncomfortable. And by the way, his apology should have been: I make off color jokes. I say yeah. terrible off color things. I this was, you know what? This is going to wake me up, and I need to realize not to do that anymore. But I I admit it. That would have been a better apology, and it's easy in hindsight. But yeah, it's really weird. We're, and, and all I'm saying is, we're in a time where everybody's out to get you. And I'm not saying anybody needs to be gotten, but there's egregious, and then there's kind of like whoops. You got to give people their their bad day. I learned that on Mormon radio. Well, I, I agree with you and your take of you know when you're when you throw things out at somebody, you're intentionally trying to. I want to hurt your hurt feelings. Them. Yeah, you're, and so whatever you're going to pull out of your tool bag is going to be mm. right there. I like when you say that. Did he call me a tool bag? I did. Yeah. Did he just call me a tool bag? <laughs> Equality Sweet for it, all. Sweet it. He's done. But yeah, so I mean, I got on the phone with Toledo immediately, and I'm like, if he goes down for this woman comment. How is this happening? How in the world is anybody going to have the courage to ever broadcast another word? Well, the other thing is. They won't. The, they won't. No, you'll just start having robotic type. Well, we already have that. Imagine the, the people part. that we like right now. Tony Romo, you know, and, and you know, even Collinsworth. Who gets opinionated? But now imagine them trying to call games and and double thinking everything that they say. I watched. Uh, well, that's why you won't hear from them so much. None of them will say. Well, they'll oh, tweet. They go, Everybody tweets. I know oh, you mean but comments because they know every one of them. That microphone goes off. There are topics that they can't talk about. Exactly. Oh yeah. And that's why they would say, you know but what? You got to know the that problem was, is he got it he in got a world cut. in a world full of microphones. The problem is afterwards everybody's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then they try to act like it's never happened in their lives and they were possessed by demons and everybody just rolls their eyes. Look, I'm the first to admit it. Like if I got – if somebody got mad at me, like, yeah, I tell off-color jokes all the time. Oh, all the time. The bad thing is everything and everybody is under a microscope yeah. now. Not even the microphone. Everything. I yeah. mean, not even the broadcasters, even the police out there right. doing what they're – I mean, anytime they make a move, it's on camera, it's on – it's on. Uh, it's recorded on yeah. audio. It's It's insane out there right and now. And where does it go? Because, like, if you and I are sitting there goofing around at a restaurant and somebody's like, hey, there's John and Brett from Over KUPD, it, puts yeah. it on the- and they've got their phone out taking a video and we make a comment and then all of a sudden that's, does that bleed over into our lives here? There's no mic catch. It will. Very it well would. Could. But it that's going would. to start 100%. happening yeah. with a gotcha community. It's like, I caught John. I liked them. But I caught John and Brett saying, uh, you know, John, John told a joke that, that well, you know, uh, what did the Mexicans say when the apartment building <laughs> fell on them? Get off me, Holmes. <laughs> Oh my God, he hates Mexicans or something, you know. And I, you know, I, and somebody just takes it the wrong way, or I say, you know, I, you're a retard, Brett. Oh my God, he uses that way, you know. And I just, makes you want I to have it. the fifty uh, percent capacity in restaurants out there so that you got those tables <laughs> between you. You can't hear me saying yep. terrible things, but I admit it, and I'm going to be the I'm going to be the one who stands out and says I admit it that I tell off color jokes, but I don't, you know. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. 
But that's as far as I'll go with it because I'm not going to lie ever and say, oh, this, I get that. those are words that don't – I'm a man of this. I, I'm a good person. I don't say things that – I say bad things, period. And I watch Kenny the Jet Smith and Shaq and Charles all say, oh, my God, the things we say that you don't know are brutal. And one of them yeah. gets caught on not a microphone. one sub- subject yeah. that is not uh, sacred to a we all joke. Do it. Yeah. Well, I watched an interview with Gary Payton, and he was just like, there oh. was no holds barred. I He's, would talk yeah. about your mom, yeah. your kids, yeah. your grandma, Shaq brought that up last night. Shaq He's brought well that up. known in Seattle for yeah. doing that. Shaq brought it up. He said, Gary Payton used to say things to me that I, I won't repeat in private. <laughs> Jesus. And he said, that man said terrible things. He goes, he did the battle. So we have to have that in sports. Because there's that once, uh, one person, that, or multiple in that case, that gets to him, he mm-hmm. got them psychologically. And yeah. every sport, you name it, if they can find an edge sometimes. Oh, yeah. And I don't, yeah. I didn't like that a lot of times. Like tennis, there's little things that you can do, whether it's calling a ball out that was in or just saying this guy's talking too much. They get you that edge, they got you. Right. But a lot of times it <laughs> motivates you to play better. Well, it just gets you fired up and yeah. it gets, tries yeah. to get you off your mark, yeah. tries to and distract you. Once they get you off your mark, you've lost it. Yeah, done. weather the storm because once they get to you, now yep. the words are really going to start. They used to, I mean, Dennis Rodman used to do that to Alonzo Mourning, all the just whisper stuff in his ear, and it would eat him alive, yep. and he'd start playing Dennis's game, which is the fight physical, and, and Zoe wasn't strong enough. He couldn't have that, that moment with Dennis Rodman to get him over. He'd still play well, but he was in his head. And that's all those guys do. Scott Haynes says, you bring up a good point. Who are these people recording their television all the time? I watched a college football game and saw Sarkeesian pick his nose and eat it. And I wasn't sure what I saw, and I immediately Googled it. One minute later, it was three Twitters. Then it was 300. Yep. Jeez. And then it's like, yeah, somebody that. does that. It's like Sarkeesian's eating his boogers. Going to and town. Yeah, and I don't know about your TV, but mine DVRs all the time, so I can rewind anything. I rewind stuff and yeah. send it to you guys all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always find it hilarious when there's an answer on Jeopardy that can be misconstrued <laughs> out of context i watch a lot of jeopardy but you'll hear me going oh here we go here we go jim and you're like what just happened <laughs> and i send it to you guys all the time i'm like ah i can't believe that just occurred but yeah we we gotta stop but we gotta we gotta pump the brakes on all this word damage and just recognize people will do it and you and some people are going to get fired for it but yeah ha- we the have cream to be a little Rises to the top, right? So the ones that are legitimately don't know the people that are consistent. I mean, offenders, they're out there. But a lot of people of uh, every every single person has to understand. You're going to say something that is inappropriate one time or make a mistake. Part of humanity, it is. Yeah. Being inappropriate, is fun. Right now, that's not on there. But Being everybody's in the gotcha. You yeah, know, every, I'm yeah. going to nail you. Yeah, and uh, where does that end? Like, where are we going with this? Like, when does this? When does it again? It's going to get all of you. Well, you're all you're all guilty. Everyone is guilty. All the, you know. I remember there was a girl out there uh, who I knew and was friends with, and she, all her Facebook stuff was about uh, equality. People are this and that, and I'm. You don't talk to me if you're a Trump supporter. I'm not going to listen to you because you're a racist. And she's calling everybody out against what she but believes. She didn't even know. Yeah, and then she sat down at a dinner with six people. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I didn't go as far as she did. And she just said she only wanted to hang out with like-minded people. That was it. It was making her mad. She'd quit Facebook every couple of days. It got kind of funny. And then I told her, I'm like, what would you say if I told you I was libertarian and I don't believe in anything you're saying right now? And her face, like she was in a conversation with somebody that didn't agree with her. And she didn't know it because she was spewing some nonsense in front of people. And I'm like, you don't know me. Yeah. What if I was a Trump guy? 
what gives you the right to just say you're an asshole immediately and then I can't say it back to you before it's a crazy fight? So, and then, you know, went on Facebook and said, anybody who makes fun of Asian Americans and this and that, I'm done with. I'm like, wow, that something happened. And so, uh, uh, then she just started to hate another group, like out loud on Facebook. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't be the one spewing out all the don't do this, don't do this, and then do it yourself. Yep. She always oh, like a cartoon she found she thought was funny that was basically making fun of a group. I don't remember it. But I'm like, how, hey, you know, this now, is what now, you're saying you're, not you, to do. You set yourself up for this. Yep. And you can't, you can't be that. Be authentic to the fact that we're all kind of awful in certain ways uh, to another group. We're always doing something that's going to make somebody think you're wrong crazy but mike milbury and if they wanted to fire him they should have fired him uh but the dude from the clippers you know every he's getting praised for going over and apologizing to luca and luca's not getting any praise for saying hey it didn't bother me everybody should and it's not like favor the white guy but this guy says i can relate i say the n-word and the homo f-word all the time in the heat of battle Mr. His go-tos. I'm saying you're in a battle a lot. Then. I'm saying <laughs> if you got equality written on the back of your shirt or ally, you don't bring any of that to the party. You don't bring white. You don't bring black. You don't bring slurs. You don't bring that. I think that's asking a lot of players to be that cognizant of in the moment that you can't. But then, say a then thing. if that's the case where you can't, because the problem has been in the past is like he's a professional. He should know better. I listened to LeBron James when I told you I was at that Cavs game yeah. say some no, of the I, worst I things ever. There. And that's in front of a, a group of fans in the front row. Some were kids. They're not supposed to hear that. Right, but you don't hear it on TV. But when they, that sideline was loaded with terrible commentary, and those guys felt totally free and comfortable to do it. I thought it was motivational in a way. <laughs> it motivated me. I'm like, all right. Are we free and clear on all this stuff now? Is this a safe zone? I'm saying it all. Guy says, be honest, John, you're a hipster now. You've said bad things for 20 years I know. before it was cool, and now you're grandfathered in. <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> I kind of am. Ah, that's what but here's the thing. Yeah, just when I, you ain't get grand, I ain't grandfathered no. in. Right, right. Trust me on that. But I am somebody who will admit, like, if you tried to hold me to the fire, be like, absolutely, I say things like that. Horrible things. Right. I do agree that apologies need to change. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, calling people names. I may make a, a, a joke. That has terrible language in it because that's what I think is funny. And you can say it's toxic and whatever else. I don't care. I can't. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know my boundaries and read the room. I'm certainly not going to do it broadcasting to an entire uh, city. of you know, And it's not hiding anything. I don't do it that often when I do say terrible. But I say that C word like nobody's business. I don't know how I haven't blown that one out on this radio for a long time. And that would end me. Like I just said, one uh, of us did. You did it accidentally, did? I think. Well, I tried well, to say he, he covered yeah, it up. I, oh, okay. <laughs> he said something else. Well, it was, I, it was mixed up another like uh, something about country music or something. I think nah, I was just screwed it. everything up, <laughs> and it just came out like three or four times in a row. I'm like, oh, I can't get past. I can't get the re part. I just I keep saying the, but not the re. It's just now. It's just music. Oops, that's not the right one. I had a couple of pauses on country music before. Too. Right. And I watched somebody on the news the other day struggle with that. And I'm like, it happens to all of us. I think deep down we want to say the dirty one because our brain is like a – Or we're so locked into not saying yeah, it that – Our brain's a trick player. Like he lets you know all the things you're not supposed to Watch do. Watch this. And starts to push you out in the middle of the road every once in a while and see how you handle it. But, yeah, I don't know. I watched a lot of that stuff. I wasn't mad about a guy getting called bitch-ass white boy. I just thought, man, that's against brand right now. You can't do that. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, want, I don't want the dude suspended forever. But I did. I did think it was like they they could make a real statement with that because Luca's not. 
an American. I don't know if his people's history is probably awful, but like I don't know where you know calling somebody white boy is bringing the race into it, and that's the part that I don't get. Is that you can't you can't be so forgiving of that, and then have somebody say, "Move your black ass on the basketball court," because I know if Lucas said that, I just went around your black ass, he's done. And that isn't the argument that's fair. That's not even a racial slur. That's just bringing race to the party. That's not hurtful. That's just bringing race to the party, and that's what they're trying to avoid. John, maybe the NBA should broadcast after 10, open themselves up to a whole bunch of new marketing dollars (laughs) and do that safe harbor thing with open uh, open mics on everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Be like Comedy Central and edit it after 10. It'd be amazing. Oh, NBA after dark. (laughs) Sign me up. I don't know if that's a good name or not. We might get in trouble for my new name. NBA at night, we'll call it, because <laughs> that trouble, trouble of brewing, trouble of brewing with my marketing plan. But yeah, and then just have everybody mic'd up and watch all those dudes just clam up. And then all of a sudden, that heat of the battle thing doesn't apply anymore because they know better. They know heat. They're, nobody's watching them, so the heat of the battle won't happen as much if everybody's wearing a microphone. You'll have a few, but it's like, whoops, do you know you have a mic on? It'll train you not to do it. Maybe that's a good idea. Mic them up and then hire a, a group of people for each team to go through the language used during the game and then assign fines. And I guarantee you this heat of the battle thing, this heat of the battle argument, disappears. Check out the chicken row 10 right. over there in section 116. Yeah, I got pictures of that on my phone. I haven't watched much NBA this year, but after after hours uh, NBA, I yeah, am yeah. in. You'd, yeah, it's oh, nothing but assholes. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you discover that, and we'd have a whole new NBA of really, uh, just really nice young men. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good at that point. I think you need that edge, but I guarantee you, put mics on those people. That argument of in the heat of the battle is gone because you watch NFL films all the time. These guys, they're in the middle of stuff, and they'll cuss. But then they'll start to talk and they'll go, hey, I'm mic'd. They're conscious. Right. They're aware right. of it. All of them, they're looking. Football players tap their They'll point their to their chest the like, no, 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 no. We're not normal today. We're high. James Harrison used to walk right away. James the- Harrison was never mic'd. Uh, no, no, no. When people would tell him. Right. He'd leave. Like yep. they say. He didn't like being on hard knocks. No. And the cameras would come around. He's like, mm-mm. You're, you're after me. He saw cameras the way I see social yep. media. This isn't fun. You're after me. You're the police. It'll just increase the fines when yeah, something happens. I'm not interested not, in. No I'm not interested in you catching me thinking yeah. that I keep. Uh-uh. And it's not that I'm trying to hide it. I'm just not trying to flaunt it either. Yeah, James was the man. Like if I was listening to that Mormon radio channel and somebody said "bitch ass <laughs> white boy," I'd laugh for a half hour. But got, somebody's going to get fired, right? Like somebody's going to get fired. It's not really even a racial thing, but somebody's getting fired. And then Gabriel, bitch-ass white boy, blowing that horn. Moroni showed up. Bitch-ass white boy had it all. Wow. Now, it would be more interesting, that radio for Mormons. It's crazy. But, yeah, it was just uh, you know trying to watch these distractions, and then it's brutal that you can't watch a basketball game without the post-game show all being about language instead of just the goddamn game. And that was yesterday's game was maybe one of the best basketball games I've ever watched with uh, uh, Luca's buzzer beater at the end. It was unbelievably good. And uh, It's funny you say that as far as if you heard that on that station, on the Mormon station. 
but what you know one of the things that they've always done with the bible throughout the years is they they redo it in a modern language mm-hmm. oh could it get down <laughs> so to they that hit language yeah. yeah and so <laughs> well that's imagine the, hearing that yeah. which was is not too far of a stretch because no. they tried that you know there's a teen bible yeah. there's a you know, they all so God to... did this, yo. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. In, in the very it's... first page is yo, in the beginning. Yo. <laughs> right. Jesus walking and go, what's up? What's up? What's up? What up? What up? What <laughs> Main baller in the house. It's like Black Jesus on Hulu, which is one of the funniest shows ever. <laughs> what's up, mother? How you doing? I'm the Lord and Savior. <laughs> it's one of the, that, the first two seasons of that are two of the funniest things I've ever watched. What'd he call Mary? Yeah. <laughs> Get your bitch ass out of here. He's hilarious. Anyway, so yeah, it's just, you know, not to be a social commentary thing, but it's just, it was. It was kind of annoying. All this distraction, all these things were, look, COVID's got a lot of people. It's making everybody nuts. Everybody feels like they're in Groundhog Day, and this basketball is supposed to be a distraction. I can handle the preachy parts. Uh, I don't see it as unjust. I think that what they're trying to do is appeal to a younger audience that they're dismissing the 45 to 50 year old man, and white man me feels a little bit pushed out, but that's a, that's a smart business move is to say, all right, we got to start phasing out our old audience and getting our new audience. Baseball's never done it. Football's mm-hmm. trying to do it. And what do they see the new audience? Twitter users, big time on you know, uh, activism, and they, they, they're involved, and this is a way to appeal to that younger group. And then as they age, they're going to spend their money on the product. They don't care about you, by the way, when you're 45 plus. It's just over, and you start to realize that. And that's why all your friends, and even me included, around 50 – you stop being as passionate about sports and you start blaming the sport for yeah. being different. Sport's the same. It's a different product all Sport's the same. You're the presentation crazy, isn't, it's no longer aimed at you. Yep. And you're like mad about that. And that's a marketing and branding. That's like no longer is my favorite thing for just mm-hmm. me. And it feels like it's being taken away. But it's the same goddamn sport. You watch the game. It's actually probably better than it's ever been. The other thing is you're at that age. You – if I see you in that puffy down sun's jacket, oh man, it's what like, I wouldn't okay, give. This is creepy. You know, I'm going to talk about that in therapy tomorrow. <laughs> the puffy coat. <laughs> there's, it it there's came more up. To it. like there was an assignment. There was an assignment I was supposed to do, and somehow or another, puffy coat came up in my brain as I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, the puffy coat has meaning. <laughs> I'm being introspective, and the puffy coat means something. That was my daddy's love. <laughs> but yeah so anyway just be careful everyone's watching you and uh, welcome to the show but everybody's watching you. don't screw this up <laughs> yeah you're aware of it i mean i mean yeah everybody's like that and for those of you who are out there saying right now i disagree i've never said anything bad you know what you are a unicorn congratulations you've lived a great life much better than me excellent work but that doesn't mean that it's happening all around you it's not the majority of people have opinions some are biased and uh some are just outright wrong right but they have them and if you around. get into the uh, social world oh. you, you'll end up it it hardens you <laughs> it yeah have you ever been at a dinner party with people you did know but didn't know and then somebody says something just so off color that you're like i it's an uncomfortable it's almost like being miked and, you, and then you're like, are we in this trust tree? Like I've had people it's, say that. It's changed because sometimes I used to do it out of uh, humor side of it. Right. You'd flame throw up either on a certain topic and you'd right. say something exaggerated. Now you just don't know sometimes – like whatever the subject is. Right. I was at a place once where we had like probably 10 people and the waiter was insanely gay. 
flamboyantly homosexual. And we're all like, you know, if it was me, if the four of us, we'd be, you know, the waiter would come by and we'd all kind of raise our eyebrows. Like, I'm not going to say in front of the new people, but we're all going to talk about this later, right? Because this guy is, he's yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, he's so over the top. And then some lady at the end of the table whispered, I just hate them. And takes it to the next like, level. Oh, my God. I just don't want this. In, and she started to talk about God and how it's wrong. And I'm like, oh, this is. Little. We're in the mix. And I didn't want to try to change her as a human being. I didn't care. I just knew not to be around her anymore. Yeah. I just knew dismiss yourself from this type of person. Now, if people have probably done that with me. He tells bad jokes. He makes me uncomfortable. Okay. But that, you don't, it's not your job to make me a different person. Be the best you can be. But, yeah, that was a weird night because then for the next hour, we're all sitting there like, uh, I don't want to get into her trap. And then you start associating with it. She announced herself as a person who has – who knows why. Just beware, because now if there was a camera at that table, morning show host John Holmberg at table with this. And I didn't say anything. So now the guilt by associations involved and everything else. So be careful. It's annoying. The world stinks right now. And a bunch of bitch-ass white boys all over the place making a mess of things. I don't like it. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Brett Festley? All right. We got uh, Avatar, little uh, Fear Factory, Typo Negative, Black Number One, Ministry, New World Order. Oh, there it is. Uh, we're Ministry? going to Scorpions. Scor- Scorpions rock you like yeah. a hurricane. We're yeah. going to do it. Like, <laughs> and if we could make it plural, if somehow we could get Klaus to throw an S on the end of that. <laughs> rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> That's another thing I've never understood. How are teams named that? Like hurricanes, Miami, hurricanes. hurricanes, like so many people have lost it all due to hurricanes. Like, I mean, it is, it has been the cyclones. Cyclones. Hurricanes. I mean, cyclones are a little different because, I mean, we don't call them that. But if it was like devastating tornadoes, and then you're like the hurricanes, it's like a terrible event. Like nothing ever good has happened because of a hurricane, and I guess that's part of it. But cyclones well, are tornadoes, right? Just yeah, the other just part of the world it. that calls them cyclones. Well, or? They call them cockeyed bobs down in Australia. So I think I, I, that may be what they, they may be that. Well, they have a crazy name for everything. Uh, I think it, that might be what they call uh, hurricanes. They're called typhoons uh, in the okay. That, other yeah, side. okay, yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, cyclones. I think are just the funnel, isn't it? Maybe I they, they may call them that, but either I, pr- I prefer cockeyed bobs. Absolutely, I mean, <laughs> cockeyed bobs is like <laughs> the flames. You've, you've never lived uh, until you've seen. Um, yeah, but flames do good. Like, sometimes flames keep you warm and they're good. Like, flames are okay. Hur- yeah. Hurricanes are never good. The Sioux City sinkholes. That's, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever came out of that. It's like, I know it's threatening to the opponent to be the sinkholes, but... So cool. Really? I mean, is that... When you see them? I'm fine with it, but it doesn't seem to be, like, pleasant. The murderers. That's like on Brockmire, which I love, that show, is when they were mad about... They changed the name of uh, this this team that had a, a Native American name, and he wanted to just piss everyone off, so he called them the uh, Colonials. Yeah. And the logo was just a white guy in a white wig licking a sword of blood. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you haven't even seen the offensive part yet. And then they reveal the logo, and everybody's like, what? And it was to appease the the people that were pissing him off, and he went full full boat the other direction. Patriots so, could be on the bubble here. So. Who knows? But yeah. But whatever. Rocky like a hurricane. Super Nintendo! I love this. Uh, scorpion stuff. And good luck to everybody in the, you know, the, we have a few listeners over there in New Orleans, evidently. They've been 
sending me pictures of them on their porch this well, morning. Well, we like the name because they'll wipe you out, the yeah. Miami Hurricanes. Right, and I get that part. But it is kind of like, oof, man, what about the PTSD from hurricane survival that these people that have been through that? It's not, not, not any fun. Hurricanes are coming. I guess you beat the hurricane and you've done something. That's okay. Uh, demon deacons, a possessed deacon is okay. That's yeah, a little strange. When you start thinking about it, but I like the demon deacon. Like if I were to have a deacon I wanted to fight for me, I want him to be possessed for a little bit. I don't want a deacon that's like trying to talk everybody down. I want a deacon that's going to kill you uh, demonically. Of course, he's got that power and he's using it for evil and not good. Sun devil. Herman Edwards was the only one that He didn't like it. Made Kosh. Ooh. Wait a minute. I, I'm with the sun devil. I don't like talking about that devil stuff now. I'm like, you just got hired as the sun devil's coach. You better get used to that. Christian man, I don't Let's like the word stick devil. with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you've made a horrible error here. <laughs> Herm. Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. 98 KUPD.